Welcome to the Burnout Recovery Podcast, a guiding resource dedicated to healthcare professionals on their journey to overcoming burnout. Spearheaded by Dr. Joe Braid, a certified professional coach and rehabilitation physician. This podcast offers practical strategies through expert interviews and personal resilience stories, providing invaluable tools for navigating professional challenges while prioritizing well-being. Regardless of your role in healthcare, this podcast acknowledges the toll of your work on your overall health and is committed to supporting your recovery from burnout and fostering a fulfilling, sustainable career. So, if you're ready to begin a transformative journey, join us for each new episode. Together, we'll navigate challenges, celebrate successes, and build a supportive community of healthcare professionals. Hello and welcome back to the Burnout Recovery Podcast. It's great to have you today and today marks around the last week of November 2023. Wow, what a year it's been. How's it been for you? I have only got a matter of days left before I am going on holidays in December. So if you want to change how 2024 is going to be for you. If you want to have a different version and drop that emotional exhaustion, get rid of the cynicism around the workplace and feel like you have more productivity and come home with some energy at the end of the day and pick up on those friendships that maybe you just didn't get to as much as you thought you might have done in 2023. Then let's get started with a burnout recovery session. This is a free 25-minute call with me. You meet me over Zoom. And we work out if it looks like a good working relationship for you to come through my burnout recovery program. You can also use it as a burnout prevention strategy as well. So jump into my scheduler. You can find it on this link here, bit.ly forward slash BRS with Joe, J-O altogether. I'll leave the link in the show notes for you there, but I would love to meet you in January and see what your goals are so you can thrive and really enjoy the year ahead. So what I wanted to share with you today on the podcast is some of my reflections from recently going to Arizona, where I attended the fourth Physician Coaching Summit. It was about two and a half days of like the most wonderful kind of conference that you could attend. Uh, yes, there's CPD. Yes, there's loads of colleagues and wonderful people for fireside chats, poolside chats. We were set in Arizona in the middle of the desert um, at a lovely um, hotel resort. And um, I got a lot out of it. And I thought maybe you're just a bit curious as to what we learn about in a physician coaching summit. So yes, you've got it right. All the attendees are doctors who are also coaches. There was myself and actually one of my rehab colleagues um, here from Australia who is also a coach who attended um, Arizona as well. And the remainder of the attendees were Canadian or American. Absolutely lovely, lovely people. So here are some snippets of what I got from the Physician Coaching Summit. We had a beautiful opening session by Dr. Kathy Steppen, um, who masterminds these uh, lovely conferences and really sets the tone for how it's going to be as we open up the uh, conference. She said, it's really a place of connection and asking for what you need to be well. This is a place of support where you can leave feeling uplifted and elevated in your coaching journey. Then the ripple effect is even greater. We had a wonderful icebreaker where we all got to know each other better through a, a great um, game that we played hosted by Melissa Parsons. And she was like 
let us see all of you. And we all, within like 30 seconds of us each speaking with this game, um, knew each other a whole lot better. Uh, one of the really memorable talks was uh, titled, Remember the Star Thrower When Things Seem Futile. And this was by Dr. Amanda Dinsmore, and I got a lot out of this talk. So it was referencing a book called The Star Thrower by Lauren Isley. And it's all about making a difference for one person. This idea of the starfish being littered along the edge of the beach on the sand. And somebody, one man, goes to start throwing the starfish back into the water. And people question if that's really going to make a difference because aren't they all going to be littering the edge of the water again tomorrow morning? So we really talked about how important it is as us to take care of ourselves um, and that many of us abuse ourselves for the sake of our work and then wonder where our energy went. The world doesn't need you to martyr yourself. It needs you to take care of yourself so you can ultimately fulfill your purpose. We will get a whole range of human emotions as part of the experience that we're in and realize that anger, fear, and frustration will burn you out. Anger can be an energizing emotion. Just don't stay there. Let's think about all those blessings you have in your life because our crafty human brains have a negativity bias. They are looking out for all the things that can be going wrong. If you listen to that part of your brain, you'll find all those things that are going wrong. So engage your reticular activating system. What are you looking for that is going right? How can you create boundaries? I've talked about this before on the podcast, and that might allow you to reset on purpose and then go back in to wherever that is. Okay, so that was a great talk. Um, moving on, I am going to talk uh, about ADHD in physicians. So I did have the wonderful Dr. Jenny Hobbs, who uh, was a guest on my podcast in June. And the title of that podcast is um, podcast episode is Navigating Burnout, Perimenopause and ADHD with Dr. Jenny Hobbs. So that's probably the long version. Jenny gave us a great talk about um, how we all benefit from healthy doctors with ADHD staying in medicine. And the diagnosis rates of ADHD in kids are about 5 to 10%, and in adults it's about 25 to 5%, but that's probably um, underdiagnosed. There's, um, it, this is really an executive function disorder related to the dysregulation of dopamine. So um, people with ADHD have a really interest-based nervous system. So rather than rewards or consequences or money driving their focus and their attention, it's what they're really interested in and they will become hyper, often hyper-focused on those areas. They can have some emotional dysregulation and are challenged in managing their emotions and they have a lot of rejection-sensitive dysphoria. So this means a hyper a hyperactive response to rejection. So it can really feel like physical pain when they're rejected. So that can really impact the physician um, in the healthcare system that they do everything they possibly can to avoid feeling uh, rejected by their cohort or by the system or related to an exam. So 
Estrogen, so women with ADHD, this relates to what Jenny talked about on my podcast. Estrogen improves people's attention. So there's obviously going to be a change in symptoms through one's menstrual cycle. As estrogen drops in the perimenopausal years, ADHD symptoms can worsen and be more exposed. So there's often a spike in new diagnoses of women in their 40s. So how might, might ADHD in physicians be seen? They're very gifted. They are workaholics. They are perfectionist. They're energetic and restless. They love a challenge, competition, urgency, but they can also um, be inconsistent and unpredictable and having challenges in prioritizing tasks. So how does treatment really benefit individuals with ADHD? So it Treatment decreases the risk of divorce, PTSD, anxiety, depression, and burnout. And specifically in the workplace for physicians, it can decrease interpersonal conflicts, medical errors, inefficiency, and administrative overwhelm. So I love this final line that I'm going to share from Jenny's talk. ADHD is like having a Ferrari engine brain with bicycle brakes. So let's, let's strengthen the brakes and you have an amazing machine. Stimulants are amongst the most effective treatments in all of medicine. Coaching is also very beneficial here. Um, three main areas to address in a coaching setup could be acceptance, self-awareness, and what actions can you take? Okay. I've just got a couple more um, areas I just wanted to talk to you about. It was obviously two and a half days of conferencing and there were a lot of wonderful uh, in-depth talks. I have actually got quite a few of the presenters uh, coming onto my podcast. So you can uh, hear some of them over the next few weeks and months. We're scheduling a way to um, combine that American and Australian timetables to work for podcast recording. Just to remind you some of the differences between coaching and therapy. So I mean like psychology here. So in coaching, we're looking for a higher level of thriving. We're looking to work towards something um, at a higher level using transformation and growth. How are you creating that future for yourself and what actions are you going to be taking? In therapy, we're looking to manage daily functioning and it has got that pathology focus of diagnosis and treatment. So there's no diagnosing in a coaching relationship. In therapy, you're really looking to understand the past and how that relates to the present and you're more focused on the why. Finally, um, we had a great uh, workshop with Dr. Wendy Schofer. And Wendy has a passion for improv. She does improv um, as one of her um, enjoyable activities outside of medicine and um, coaching. And so uh, I, I really enjoyed connecting with Wendy and um, seeing her talk around how imp improv has impacted her life. Have a think. What are the rules that you have for yourself in your life? Um, some that I could list would be don't let people down, definitely do what is expected of you. And how do these rules squeeze the fun out of life? So there are rules that we might set for ourselves and then there are the rules of improv. Here are the two main rules of improv that Wendy shared with us. Firstly, always make your partner look good. This is the co-creation that happens in the improv space. And how can that translate 
outside of the improv space, which you and I may never be in. So what is that relationship you're building? How can we create this together? How can I take this into my medical practice, my practice uh, at, at work, in the workplace, into my marriage, into the relationship with my mother-in-law and beyond? And the second rule is yes, dot, 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 and that two things are true. So uh, you might be negotiating with a youngster at home. Uh, yes, you like your iPad time and it's time for dinner. These are both true and we're going to navigate through there. So I'm looking forward to having Wendy on the podcast in 2024 sometime. Um, that is just a small summary of some of the great things we discussed at the Physician Coaching Summit. I thought you might just enjoy a little inside scoop. Um, if you're interested in getting recordings from all the presenters, including yours truly, I believe Kathy Steppen at the Institute for Physician Wellness, she has a link to purchase the whole package of uh, recordings that we gave uh, for the Physician Coaching Summit this year. That's what I've got for you guys. As ever, if you want to jump on a free call with me, I'll put the link in the show notes. That's where we discuss how you can get your energy back, how you can start enjoying work and life again, and how you can start reconnecting with those around you in a deeper, maybe more meaningful way than you have been if you've been uh, in a spiral of burnout. Thanks so much for your time today. It's great uh, to connect with you again. Stay well. I'll be in touch soon. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Burnout Recovery Podcast. If there's someone in your world who would also benefit from this, please share it with them. Remember, you're not alone and there is hope for a brighter, more fulfilling future. Let's continue this journey together one episode at a time. For more resources, including how to move from dread to delight, head to drjoebraid.com.